We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from The Daily Telegraph. The messy divorce of disgraced former federal politician Craig Thompson and his ex-wife Zoe has taken another ugly turn, with the one-time MP spending Saturday night behind bars after being charged with harassing her. Thompson was arrested on Saturday afternoon and is accused of breaching an apprehended violence order taken out by police in November for the protection of his ex-wife after he allegedly sent a volley of abusive and threatening messages to her. The father of three and Miss Thompson called an end to their 10-year marriage in 2020 before selling their lavish family home at Wombrel for $3.35 million in June. But on Saturday afternoon, he presented himself to Terrigal Police Station where he was charged with allegedly breaching the conditions of his AVO on three separate occasions in recent weeks. If you would like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription to The Daily Telegraph at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app from the App Store. In what's been dubbed a blatant act of political censorship, Prime Minister Scott Morrison's account on the Chinese-owned social media site WeChat has been taken over and rebranded as a pro-Beijing propaganda outfit. The foreign interference has prompted Joint Parliamentary Committee on Intelligence and Security Chair Senator James Patterson to call on Australian politicians to voluntarily boycott the hugely popular platform. The Daily Telegraph can reveal Mr Morrison's 76,000 WeChat followers were notified his page had been renamed Australian Chinese New Life earlier this month, a change made without government's knowledge. At the same time, his profile photo was deleted and the account description changed to provide life information for overseas Chinese in Australia. According to a translation, national security experts have warned the takeover of Mr Morrison's account was a serious escalation of the well-documented censorship of content on WeChat, a platform owned by Chinese tech giant Tencent, but known to be heavily monitored by the Chinese Communist Party. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Tennis is paying the price for embracing Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic and nobody else with the game's number one entertainer, Nick Kyrgios, hoping his charge towards an Australian Open doubles title helps breathe fresh life into a dying sport. The Kyrgios-Tanasi-Kokonakis pairing has evolved into must-watch viewing after the unlikely stars stunned the number one seeds and number 15 seeds inside three days to charge into the quarterfinals. Line snaked outside a capacity Kia Arena on Sunday afternoon with all 5,000 seats gone long before the Aussie baseline bandits hit the court. And labelled unbeatable by Rod Laver this week, Ashley Barty has done right by the all-time great with another stunning performance on Rod Laver Arena. 
Barty survived her toughest examination of the week to reach a fourth straight Australian Open quarterfinal. Barty burned through her first three rounds, 60 minutes or less, but at the hour mark of a Sunday special, the world number one was well and truly in a dogfight against rising American star Amanda Anisimova. Closing out the straight sets win 6-4-6-3 to set up a final eight showdown with another American, Jessica Pegula. Those are your headlines from The Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminole found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.